When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Live from New York. It's the show that has a side bet that's going to pay off in 45 seconds. It's first things first. On today's show, what are the chances that Trey leaves the Bay? Meanwhile... What are the chances that Russ and the Broncos go from worst to first? And finally, who will be atop of the most motivating segment in all of sports? Well, already it's probably going to be Jonathan Taylor because we couldn't even run that video. <laughs> Alongside Nick Wright, I'm Kevin Wilds. Brew, who is going to be on the bubble of the budless? Who didn't the make bubble? it? Yeah, the bubble of the budless. I don't know. This week's bud list is high on motivation. Oh, Last yes? week's was high on. This was high on. You were ready. Yeah. What did you think? That's you what were I, I didn't think he was going to say bubble. Bubble bud list every week. He's got a lot. He does it every week. Okay, okay here we coming go. Coming up. Let me think. Did I go shorter that time? 105. <laughs> we're trying to get 59 to keep the show rolling. We start with the end of Trey Lance era in San Francisco. Really? Maybe. Maybe. Now that Sam Darnold is officially the backup to Brock Purdy, Shanahan says he's open to trading Trey Lance. Take a listen. It was a hell of a battle. They, they were neck and neck for a long time, but just really over these last, you know, 10 days and stuff, we, we felt Sam started to separate himself. I also don't think, Trey, this means that he can't be with us or someone else ever in the future. I mean, this is just where camp went right now. This isn't a thing that we're giving up on Trey. This is more of how Brock played in his seven games, and that was decided before the season started. And then how good Sam's looked. They both looked good. But we do have to make a decision here. We had such a light practice today, and, um, you know, watching how Trey was and when we talked, we just thought it was better, hey, take the day off, get away a little bit, um, clear your head some, and we'll talk later in the afternoon, and we'll get you back in here tomorrow. Oh, that's a good little... Easter egg there at the end. Yeah, and also and also shout out to Kyle Shanahan for on Tuesday when asked directly about this equivocating, then on Wednesday not meeting with the media and instead going on the flagship radio station for that interview. That's a very for answering softball, for one of the worst tra- draft disasters in modern NFL history. I'm really glad he's answering for Yikes. it in full. But go ahead. What's next for Trey Lance? Uh, listen, I'm as I said yesterday, I'm not I'm I have no reason to believe he's great. I don't even have evidence that he's good. I also, for a player who is younger than Will Levis, who was in this year's draft class, mm-hmm. who was drafted at 20 years old as one of the rawest, most unproven first-round players ever taken and has gotten less than 500 snaps or pass attempts, college and pro combined, I'm not ready to write him off. Yeah. 
I'm not ready to say that Kyle Shanahan, and in his infinite wisdom, who right when he got to San Francisco could have drafted Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson and instead took Solomon Thomas, who doesn't play for the team anymore, oh, we go. who then could have drafted wow. Lamar Jackson, who then could have drafted Justin Fields, who I think can play because Trey Lance evidently can't, could have drafted Alabama Mac back when he was Alabama Mac and not have to give up picks. That because those guys who one year ago today were as dead set that Trey Lance was the guy that they locked Jimmy Garoppolo out of the building, that a year later, after a game and a quarter and a broken leg, and they were trying to trade him before OTAs even started, so they were done with him before this offseason, because they're now done with him doesn't mean I necessarily believe he can't play. So I think someone will take a flyer on him. It hurts, Brew, that because he was the number three overall pick, he has relatively big guaranteed right. money for a backup player or a third-string player, but I don't think his career's over. I'd like to see him get a chance. I think he will get a chance. And I don't even think the Niners are completely done with him. I mean, look, if, if nobody gets hurt, they pretty much are. But if I'm the Niners and John Lynch has said most likely he's going to stay on the roster. Now, if they can get a trade for him, I'm sure they'll take it if they can get something back. But as you said, with the contract, it's tough. with people not knowing if he can play or not, you might not get that. But look, Brock Purdy, and you guys know I like Brock Purdy, but he played nine games and got hurt. Yeah. Who's to say? I, I'm not. That's right. I don't think he's another Jimmy G, but Jimmy G couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. Nobody, a lot of guys there have been hurt. So, yeah, why is that? Or if Brock Purdy. Why does everyone get hurt? Yeah. You got an answer, obviously. Well, I, I, the blocking scheme when you're let, when you're letting everybody run wild and you're not putting enough guys. Well, blocking, it's not just the quarterbacks though. Just that's no, that's what that's, that's, I'm saying. That's the quarterback. That's why Brock Purdy got hurt. I forgot who do we had here that broke it down more in depth than I could. Stink. Stink. Yeah, yeah and he was like, "Hey, this is not this isn't you're leaving Hassan Reddick yes, out on Hassan an Reddick. island." Yeah, that's well, the, that's your fault. Elk, and that goes to what I'm saying. And not to mention, and you guys know I believe in Purdy, but. We still only saw him for nine games, really seven games, wow. right? I'm, no, I, I believe in him. I'm just saying we can't sit here and say he's a, an absolute and, sure and even thing. If we had, by the way, just real quick, even if we'd seen him for 50 games, mm-hmm. any player who has massive surgery on their throwing arm is a See, question mark like of what he's going back. to be after that, That's right. plus That's the unknown part of it. So go and ahead. We Sorry. know darn. So let's say Purdy either gets hurt or just doesn't play well. Then we know Darnold could go out there and not play well yeah. or get hurt. And then you got Jordan Love. So or, I would Trey keep – I mean, I'm sorry, Trey Lance. I would keep him as my third guy if I don't get a good and, deal for him. And to your point, look, if he goes elsewhere, we both think Jordan Love's going to be pretty good this year. For the Packers. We would not have said that three years ago. That's right. Or two years that, ago. It, this could be – I mean, he obviously is raw. He needs to learn. So I think he needs to make sure he doesn't let this destroy his but mentality, which I could happen. But just make the most of this opportunity and learn. That, learn, learn, right. learn. So when you get your chance, which I think you'll get somewhere, you try to make but the most of it. But that's also why I don't understand why they wouldn't just call him the number two quarterback. Because you don't lose Sam Darnold mentally or emotionally. He just wants a job. 
Sam, if Sam Darnold's the number three. Sam Darnold's happy to be on a team getting a paycheck, right? You're not going to lose him. And even if you know deep down, okay, if Purdy suffers a season-ending injury, we're probably going to quickly go from our number two Trey to our number three Darnold. If Trey, so you it, think meaning I, we would still go to Darnold? Maybe you'd go to maybe you'd go to Trey immediately, but then quickly if it's a long-term injury, switch out if you have to. I I feel like the, the Purdy discussion was one thing. Because it's like, never lost. You know what I mean? Maybe we did find you know, the, a poor man's Tom Brady late in the draft. Darnold is the opposite of Trey Lance in this regard. He is a total known quantity. Well, he's been I, the I, same player every year But of his he's career. been in bad situations. I, and I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be Steve Young, as Kyle Shanahan said. But, I, look, he clearly was better than Lance in the practices. No, but, but they were, I guess here's my point. They were ready to trade Trey Lance. This is the part that no one has explained to me. Trey Lance is your week one starter last year. Plays terribly in that opening game against right. Chicago. Well, that is fair. But I, it, it was soaked. It was soaked, and it was his third career start, bro. So even right. if it was perfect conditions, if you if you name a guy your week one starter and it's his first real time being your starter like full time, and he has a bad week one, no one's going to care. Yeah. Week two, he breaks his leg early in the first quarter. The reporting is they were trying to trade him in February. What happened? What he he had a broken leg. It's not like well he was terrible in practice after that. No, well, what he happened had a broken was they, leg. They felt they started believing in Brock Purdy. Right. But Darnold wasn't even there yet, is my point. My point is, I don't think it was so much that Darnold wildly outpaid him, played him. It, it was that to, but they were done with him in what February. Incentive do the Lynch denied that. I mean, who we'll, who knows who's yeah. true. But what incentive? Like, why wouldn't they want Trey Lance to succeed? I the, the, the it but, makes no sense. It, for them. I agree. It makes no sense. And I think the Niners have botched this in in historic fashion. And I want to show like when I say, I, I just think he's I, I Nick. I think he has not shown them much in practice. Okay. And you can say. Well, they were going to start him last year, but that's kind of talking out of both sides. Like, oh, but, last year they were going to make a good decision. This no, year they're making a bad decision. But he, no, he just hasn't my point is, is that they saw him all last offseason, and he was the unquestioned number one. Before he got a chance to practice again, they were done with him. Because I he, think he, it he was because I think they felt like, we're going to move on from Jimmy G. Yes. And they, there was no other alternative at that point but Trey Lance. And, and can I just show you how little opportunity the guy's gotten? I think we have it. This is these guys just pass attempts, including college. Like how, and again, I think it should be restated, Brew. When he was drafted, it wasn't just that he had sat out his final year of college, and it wasn't just that he was D2. He was also one of, of all 200 and some players taken, one of the youngest players drafted. Right. He was 20 years old when he was drafted. To, to have a, a player that you knew was going to be a project, and then abandon the project to the extent of you're choosing Sam Darnold over him. I'll tell you this. But they, say, they don't owe him anything but the money that they are supposed to pay him. I, I mean, seriously, like, this is professional football. It, just because we drafted you high, if you come in and you don't look good or whatever happens, we don't owe you anything. We don't owe you to, oh, let's soft pedal it so his mentality stays strong. You have to be no, strong to play in this but league. But you owe it to yourself. To not throw away a resource before you know it's they sound. think they know right, and, and, I, and, and they'll I'm keep him third string, and they the, got their quarterback. They think yeah. 
As, it yep. doesn't matter which one it is. They still got the Just quarterback they think they quickly, is going to lead them. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like uh, Shanahan's, you know, semi-frenemy Sean McVay to call him. And see, and have the Rams, the Rams who have an aging quarterback, they're not going to be very good this year. That'd be interesting. And see if see what he could do with them. I I think there's. I think he will get a shot. The and I would somewhere. I'd like to see. We saw McVay got 90 minutes with Baker, and all of a sudden Baker looked like oh maybe he could. I know we're, I'm not trying to talk Baker, but he played one of the best games of his career. You know, a few weeks after getting there, and had one of the best drives of his career a day after getting there. I I'd like to He's see. He's got six more Rams. stars. Do you, do you think it would be weird if? <laughs> The Dolphins don't make a call with Mike McDaniel. And Tua, it could go down. Because Mike McDaniel was there for at least briefly with him his rookie year. I think it would be odd if the, I mean, I don't know what the money no, is. It would be. say that McDaniel doesn't think much of him either. Well, the money part of it is the, the money's real. That's the, the problem. And they have Mike White, who I think they feel like they have a, a decent good backup. backup quarterback situation. Jeez, Mike White but, is but all if, of a sudden better than Trey Lance. Hold on. If McDaniel. Saw something in Trey Lance, then I and think knew he that called. potentially yeah. he could be something special. Yeah, he definitely. Then called. I think he called. There's no yeah. question he called. The last uh, four out of the last six years, the 49ers have had three quarterbacks play. So yeah. maybe we do see him play. This yeah, is ridiculous. NFL.com. Uh, Adam Shine. Is Adam Shine, friend of the show. I love Adam Shine. Okay. Fellow yeah. WAR Hall of Famer. That's what it is. Yeah, I and, like and, him. Too. And our Sam Pepper's wife. Produces Adam Shine show. Oh, that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we love Pat. Adam Shine. Shout out. This is terrible take, but I love like it. Is it? Is it? Is it? For 2023, coming in at one, the 49ers, then Chiefs, Bills, Eagles, then overrated Jacksonville. Uh, here's the tail of the tape from Josh. 2022 comparison with the caveat. This is the 49ers with McCaffrey, so they scored more points than the Chiefs. Chiefs had more yards. 49ers had more big plays. Chiefs had better, were better on third down. So, bro. Are you buying that San Fran can be the number one offense in the league? Yes, I'm oh, buying that's... it. Now, the qu- the key is you said could be. You didn't say will be. I'm not guaranteeing. I would pick the Chiefs. They got the best quarterback we've ever seen. Yeah, okay? okay. The Bills, the Eagles, they're all up there. Could they be? Absolutely. How about should they be? They were – no, you said could. How about that, We're sticking there. They were a top five offense last year. With Brock Purdy starting five games, with Christian McCaffrey starting 10 games, with Debo Samuel starting 12 games, missing five, and Samuel himself has said he was awful last year, which by his standards, he was definitely subpar. He said, I wasn't in the right place mentally. I wasn't in the right place physically. Everybody's talking about Brandon Ayuk having – he's been good already, but having a breakout year. like And – Dusty and I were digging, grinding while y'all working on jokes. And here's what we found. With Brock Purdy as the quarterback, the five, I know it's five games, but 33 points a game. Look at the yardage, second best okay. in the league. Like, it is a definite possibility. And McCaffrey's got a full offseason oh, with they them now. Purdy's got a full offseason. Oh, that's good. They I, didn't, I didn't know they turned off injuries this year. Well, so if they get hurt, is that, but that's your answer? If they get, no. Somebody's going to get hurt? No, no, no. no. What if they're well, not yeah, hurt? Well, hold on. Travis Kelsey doesn't the, get hurt. McCaffrey does get the, hurt. Yeah, I mean, one guy, right. So the, the one I'm team, assuming everybody plays. If, if everybody plays for the Niners, but that's they can't assumption. lead the. No, first of all, no. And second of all, it's a bad assumption. Why? Because they're the most injured team in the league every year because of the style of play. You, you, there, is a, there is a cost to everything. And a cost of we're going to be a smash right. mouth, run after catch, physical football team is your guys get banged up. And the cost to spending a bunch of equity on a great player in Christian McCaffrey 
who one of the reasons he was available is because he's hurt all the time, is that he they might get hurt. They can still be that without so, McCaffrey. Okay, that, no, no, but those numbers they can still that Wild that. showed were with McCaffrey, mm-hmm. and that's the, what they're made better the offense with took Purdy, up. just Purdy. The, well, Purdy played all his games Humble. with McCaffrey. I mean, they he was can there still for be great without okay, McCaffrey. Okay, so here's the thing. You're, if he gets hurt. I, the last decade, number one offenses. It's Mahomes' offense, it's Brady's offense, it's Rodgers' offense, it's Lamar, the, his MVP year, Dak a couple times actually, shout out to Dak, Drew Brees one year. It's the, one of the best quarterbacks. Can we throw up the quarterback pyramid? Because I know Brew loves Brock Purdy, and for it, there are 20 NFL quarterbacks above Purdy on this list and Caleb Is that Williams. official? Ignore, ignore Caleb. The no, NFL is, put that up? No, no, no. I'm asking you, though, Brew. <laughs> Brew, so I'm asking you. There are 20 quarterbacks above Brock Purdy. Is there a single one you think he's better than? A single How one of those quarterbacks. How were they top five last the, year with Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy at quarterback? They weren't. Oh, top five over the course of the year? Yeah. Well, they, Jimmy's top 20. You see Jimmy right there? No, they, but you said you have to be a top quarterback. To be the number one. To they be number were, one. They were three points below. Yeah. Kansas City. Yeah, three, that's a lot. They were not number uh, one. So it, it, I'm, it, they, I'm they, asking. It, it's very possible. Okay. I, I'm not going through all this. It's very okay. possible okay. that so I mean, I, I can't even see. Just pick a quarterback. They're, they're kind of small. Derek Carr, Jared Goff, Caleb Sean Williams. Up. That's one. No, but Darnell, no, get him out of there. That's fine. He's There's 20 Justin. NFL yes, quarterbacks. I think he's better than Justin Fields. What? I think he's better than Gino. You think Brock Purdy's better than Justin Fields? I think he only led the league in passer rating last year. Okay, that's fine. But then they only scored thirty-three and a half points a game with him quarterback. All right, that's fine. They'll be the number one offense. Sounds good. That's the the logical, the hard reasoning. Can I give you the soft reasoning though? Last year, I picked the Niners to go to the Super Bowl. You guys remember? I think in the NFC, you had the Cardinals, you had the Packers. I could be wrong. We can check the tape. I picked the Niners. I believed in them because I thought. That their process was sound and the football gods would smile upon it. That, you know what, they knew that with Jimmy Garoppolo, they were going to make the hard choice of we have to get better. They were going to go to Trey Lance, take their lumps early in the year, and by the end of the year, they were going to be better. The football gods are not going to smile upon this process. This whole haphazard, he's our guy, no, he's our guy, we love him, but actually we'll trade him for a conditional seventh-round pick, talking out both sides of your mouth, not answering for your mistakes, and I disagree with Brew when he says all you owe a player is their paycheck. I believe you owe a player that, especially if it's a player, a highly drafted player that someone else would have taken, an opportunity. He's, and I don't has he that, not practiced? What I that is not a fair opportunity. Yeah, it is. Okay, I disagree. It is. That's okay. where you earn your starting job Look. is in practice. And he did, and he earned it. And, and then, then he, got, he hurt. got hurt. It's not. It, it's not their but, fault he got hurt. Okay, it's not fine. his fault he got hurt. That, that's fine. So I'm simply saying I think the Niners have been dancing through the raindrops on a six-year stretch of mismanaged quarterbacking. Of, mis- of, of not drafting the right players, of not targeting the right players, of saying, oh, no, 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 the, the Shanahan pixie dust can fix it all. And by the way, usually it has. And I think this year that chicken comes home to roost because I think Brock Purdy was not as good as the numbers suggest, and he's coming off an injury. And Sam Darnold has had 60 starts to show us who he is. Oh, in, ba- in bad situations. The- a bad quarterback situation. Sam Darnold he has been. is. I understand that. Sam Darnold is not a good quarterback. He flatly, he's not a. good I'm quarterback. I'm not saying he is, but he beat out Trey Lance. 
Well, all right, I, and they and the people that he beat him out to had every reason to want Trey Lance to win that. Hold position. on, how then do we square that they were done with Trey Lance before they signed Sam Darnold? Did he? Because he didn't. Has it look good to them? Okay, so it's not about and Brock Donald Purdy looks better. It's Mr. Irrelevant that, beat him out. That's that, and so did Sam Darnold. The, the, I mean, they're at the practice. They're watching. Yeah. They drafted this guy. They gave yes. up a boatload for him. They want him to succeed they, and work. Right. So and he didn't. Just so we're on the same page, the same people who studied all the tapes got all the data and decided with their from watching quarterbacks practice and play, Trey Lance is our guy. They were wrong on that, but now they're right that he can't. Nick, what? they didn't know anything about Brock Purdy. Uh-huh. Sam Darnold wasn't there. Yes. And what they knew about Jimmy G was he's a, he's a solid quarterback, but he gets hurt all the time. Uh-huh. It's time to move on. You can't divorce the fact that Jimmy G can't be trusted to stay healthy. So it's like, let's go with the guy we gave up all this for. He, we know he's athletic. He can do a little more than Jimmy G, and we'll go with but him. But my question is, what evidence do we have that this regime can evaluate quarterbacks? What? Well, they've been one of the best teams in the league for Despite the last several years. Despite the quarterback play. Despite You can't it. get there without competent quarterback play. Okay. I To a Super Bowl, they, to several NFC title games? And with Okay. I mean, we don't, don't want to have the same argument. They can't evaluate quarterback position. It's very That's clear. That's fair. I mean, it's How proven. is it fair? Because the they started eight in the of NFL. Them, despite it, and there's Jim, still the reason they started so many is because Jimmy G got hurt. So, in fact, they all get hurt. True. He was healthy, and they got rid of him. And then they they sheepishly brought they, him back. He was healthy two of the five years he was yes, there. And they knew they got he'd rid of get him. hurt. Okay. And Brock Purdy has been healthy, I guess, zero of the one years he's been there. Yeah, he's right? been healthy nine games, but yeah. he looked good. He looked better than Trey Lance did. Russ, under pressure. Next on FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel and Sirius XM. Oh, I didn't know we were doing the sliding thing. I would have gone to the sliding. He looks like he's in place. good shape. I will say that. That's months ago. He's in better shape now. Hey, college football fans. Joel Klatt here. We are bringing you the best college football analysis every week. Any questions? Then send them into the Joel Klatt Show mailbag. Follow the Joel Klatt Show on the Fox Sports app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. 
Next week, predictions week. On Monday, we're doing the AFC and NFC East. There will be prizes. There will be predictions. It will be excellent. Greg Jennings is here. He's still bandaged and still not allowing anyone to sign his cast. Uh, Broncos, according to Sean Payton, great looking shirt. are supposed to make playoffs. That is it's a great looking cast, too. It'd be cooler if it said Wilds with a little smiley face on it. Russell Wilson was asked about the pressure on the team this year, and here's what he said. Take a listen. Pressure is a privilege, for sure. Um, do I feel the pressure? No. Um, you know, I, I don't run. I don't run from it. You know, uh, I, I look forward to it. I run to it. If anything, I think we, we as a team, you know, we're all in this thing together. Uh, we're all searching for one thing, and that's to get better every day. Bro, how much pressure is on Rose? Here we go. Because what? I just you're the, getting in the zone. The like most it. pressure of his career. I mean, really, as simple as that. Last year. He played poorly. The team played poorly. Nat Hackett got the blame. This year, if you do that, we know your defense is strong. We know your coach is good. Javante Williams is back. Maybe he'll come back from the ACL and play well. Russell Wilson, if he plays poorly, Mm -hmm. he will get the blame, period. Secondly, they can get out of this contract, you know, after next season. I mean, he'll still get some money, but, like, they they have to – in it's early a lot of March, dead money. yeah, but they could spread that dead money out over a couple of years sure. if they get rid of him after this season. So there's that. And thirdly, before when he left Seattle, I think everyone felt like future Hall of Famer, and still may be. But if the, if he plays poorly again this season, I'm not so sure mm. that he's a definite Hall of Famer anymore. So there's a lot. At stake for Russell Wilson. Yeah, it's all on all the pressures on Russell Wilson. Like every every bit of pressure that you can possibly put on that Denver Broncos team is going to be directed solely on Russell Wilson. Why? Because a couple of things you said. You can't blame Matt, Nat Hackett. No rookie court, uh, head coach. You got a proven head coach now. Uh, look at looking defensively. We felt like that defense was good enough for them to be able to win games and be productive. You want out of Seattle. One of the main reasons why he wanted out of Seattle is he was talking about the offensive line. Like I don't, I don't want to get sacked so much. I don't want to get pressure. So he he gave up. He he was sacked the most in his career. Yeah. Large part about large part because of his confidence yeah. holding on to the ball, not performing and doing the little things. Look, lowest completion percentage of his career, lowest QB ratings, lowest touchdown output. Like Russell Wilson can't be any close to what we saw him last year or it's going to be Russell Wilson failed us why because of the contract that yeah, you well and that that contract by the way has not kicked in yet remember he had 2 he years left on his deal when he signed the 5 year extension so that contract starts next season, which is why it would be so onerous to move on from after this year. You can't spread it out, but it is, it is, it would be the biggest dead money hit in the league history by a wide margin. And I think, I think the Hall of Fame thing is very real. That Russell Wilson, nine years into his career, had, he's made nine Pro Bowls, and it's like, well, this is, or I guess in his first ten years he made nine Pro Bowls, right. pardon me. But through nine years, it looked like, well, this is going to be a no-doubter. But I don't think Matt Stafford's a Hall of Famer. And Matt Stafford has doesn't have the Pro Bowls, but has more yards, more touchdowns, mm-hmm. both won a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. right? Neither was MVP of the Super Bowl that they won. Mm-hmm. Now Russ got to another one. But if you – it is 
It is very hard legacy-wise to go backwards via just on-field performance. But if he doesn't have a second act to his career, correct? That's that, the part. That, because he's not old. Right. Like you know, the, 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 and so That's the thing. I, and I think you guys make the point. There are no other fall guys left. The entire media loves Sean Payton. He certainly is not going to be criticized for this. And the other thing that hurts him is, man, he doesn't have a lot of allies. I don't know if that's true or that's immediate. He doesn't have a lot of allies in the media. No, I'm no, I'm talking about players. Players People have road for him. A few of his teammates begrudgingly no. at the end to, of the to, year. To this point, to this it point, was we- it, in that locker room there was issues. We heard things coming leaking out of that locker room. Russell Wilson has his own little section, his little office. That wasn't that wasn't received well. We saw the blow up on the sideline. Like th- these things were real. And it I'm just talking about you his know, former Seattle teammates right. seemingly well, former teammates taking joy and yeah. happiness. And so that's just a rough spot and something you normally don't see in pro sports, where the guys are really. They seem to be a lot of people rooting against Russ. And so there's it's a massive amount of pressure. Right. Broncos finished last in the AFC West last season. And good news, according to the odds, last place spot is reserved for Hubs' Raiders. Yeah. Greg, is there any chance the Broncos are a worst-to-first candidate? Just for the record, they are because they were worst. So, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, there's a chance. It, it's probably the worst chance out, out of all the teams. Worst out of all the worst to first? Uh, outside of the Arizona Cardinals, maybe. Oh, but good. legitimately, uh-huh. the Jets. Well, the, look, the AFC uh, The South. Jets, the A- that's what I'm saying. They, have the, the, they will have the toughest chance going from worst to first if they were a team that did go from worst to first. That's what I'm saying. Because the AFC South, you got the Atlanta Falcons. That was a NFC bleep South. show. NFC, right. you, yeah, NFC South. You I've got, got a list. Can you got I, the North. Yeah, can no, I just go, go for the North? I bet, we, I bet we might have the same list. You want to do it with me? Let's go. Number <laughs> most likely, worst to first. Number one, the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Hey, the B. John Robinson, forget offensive rookie of the year. Smells like offensive player of the year for rookie B. John Robinson. I'm staking my flag in that really? right now. Oh yeah, two thousand combined like yards it. for our B. John Robinson. Wow. Mark it down. Maybe number wow. two. Brew's beloved New York Jets. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Rodgers is, maybe everybody that says Rodgers actually how good he plays has to do with how angry he is. And if that's the case and I'm wrong about Salah, you've got to at least recognize it's possible. Number three, Brew's hometown adopted Cleveland Browns. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year caliber guy. And then Deshaun Watson, who I think is cooked, but again, maybe he's not. Number four. Wilds Washington football team. Let's go. Howell Hive, stand up and Eric Bianami. Greg, do? are we on a round the same page so uh, far? You lost me at this. Lost one. you at oh, that. You don't one. like Dotson anymore? anymore? Okay. Yeah, I love those guys. Okay. All right. It's not turf toe for Num- Scary Terry. Number five. Some people say he's league MVP this year. I don't quite buy it, but the division's winnable. Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. Number six. Soft division. Maybe something happens. To the Prince, injury-wise, and then who knows? Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans, and then there is like the Denver Broncos at seven, and then a team that desperately does not want to win any games, much less the division, the Arizona Cardinals. I, I mean, so so that's why I said I figured you and I had about the same yeah, list going. Yeah, when when you talk about teams that can actually get it done, now mind you, 
I am higher on the Denver, yeah, the Denver Broncos. Yes. This is how you than the Texans. They don't, they don't have to go from worst to first to still okay, accomplish some of the things that I was wondering if you were backing yeah, off. You don't that. have to go from you don't have to go be okay. worse from first just to go and accomplish some of the things that I said that they the Super potentially can <laughs> accomplish. This is my dark horse Super Bowl yeah. team. Yeah. God, I love it. It's a great take. Go ahead, bro. Oh, it's Dark Horse. It's always I my thought dark this horse. was your pick. Oh. No, no, it's predictions. It's, never it's been not my predictions pick. week yet, bro. <laughs> predictions it's not predictions I did week. think it was your pick. Yeah, no, All right. No, nothing no that's good. Next that's week. good. All right. The Texans. No. They shouldn't be ahead of. Now, I get it that the division is bad. But no. They're not jumping with, with CJ Stroud, who I like. But rookie quarterback, he's going to be ahead of, of the Broncos. No. I, look, the Broncos. Don't have a chance of going to first. I mean, because like you said, unless Patrick Mahomes gets hurt or something like that, the Chargers I think are going to be better. And so, no, I don't see them going to. Just with with two caveats to speak to Greg's point. Mm-hmm. One, Jerry Judy was carted off today, so we don't know what's going to happen. Something. It, yep. it looks bad. He needed help getting off the cart and getting that's inside, tough. according to James Palmer. So that's Ugh, not great. That's not good. Um, so with that news, the only other po- the uh, positive news for the Broncos. And this is if the Broncos had scored 20-plus points in each of their losses, they would have gone 11-6. and six. So I know we need Russ to have this huge renaissance. If I'm Sean Payton, like, hey, man, get us 20 points, please. Or, you know what? Get us 17 points and into field goal yeah, range. Yeah, but they, and I'll, that's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll, we'll be able to kick a field but goal in the But you can't altitude. win the division when you can't beat the team that always wins the they're, division. They're good. I'm saying and, they have a better well, chance. Well, they played them. No, I understand. But Gre- and, Greg, are, do you, are you standing by? Because you sometimes retract a take. Are you standing by that the Broncos will at least split with the Chiefs and might win both? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm standing Get by the board, that. Dust. Okay. Dust, Dust bring out the board. Get the board. Greg exactly. Jennings they're is going, going on the board. Split. Hey, guess what? They well, that's Greg oh. Jennings. Oh, let's go. And this is the quote because I knew he was doing it. We're putting it on the board. Greg Jennings on the board. Hey, put me I got to stand board. up for this. I'm putting you on the board. Put me on this the board. is outrageous. Definitely one, maybe two, For says Greg Jennings. We have had a board edition I'm with quite you some on the time. One. They could get there one. it is. Two. Definitely one, maybe two. That's why I said the Greg, look two. at your smiling face there on the board, all your motivating the Kansas City Yeah, teams. man. <laughs> Definitely one, maybe okay. two. Welcome. When did you retire? 2015, 16. You were still in the league last time the Broncos beat the Chiefs. That's just true. I'm done answering your questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's just true. They do play them tough, though. Coming up next, the Browns. Ooh. I can't believe I walked in. Walked right in. <laughs> Harper hits one in the air, looks back, it goes! Harper! The swing of his life! MLB playoffs are near, and you know what that means, Alex? Yep, Flippin' Bats will be staying up late and having all the fun. From breaking down the most important stories and games, nobody's done what he's doing. Nobody. Not even Babe Ruth. To interviewing baseball's biggest stars. I felt like I was pitching more stress. I was trying to be so perfect. No one covers America's pastime like us. So as we sprint towards this year's World Series on Fox, please make sure to listen, follow, and subscribe to Flippin' Bats with Ben Verlander and me, Alex Curry. Baseball is fun, and so are we. We're going to have fun, dang it. We'll talk to you soon. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. 
It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Uh, let's check in on the Browns to open up their season against the Bengals. Deshaun Watson was asked about being a top 10 quarterback. Take a listen. There's always a rankings each and every year. So at the end of the day, uh, you can't focus on that because there's always that, that ranking is always changing. And uh, for me, I mean, I missed two years of football, so I mean, I shouldn't be in those rankings, to be honest, if you're asking me. And you know, I haven't played ball, I haven't played enough football the last few years to even be up there. So, you know, I got to go out there and prove and, and show what I got to do and uh, to get back in those conversations. That's accurate. Do you expect a bounce back year for Deshaun? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's 27 years old. He'll be 28 in September. All right. The, you can't underestimate how much missing a year and a half of football had an impact on him. So I'm not surprised he didn't look good last year, you know, but they still went three and three. We're not talking about the team, but they went three and three with him playing poorly. All right. So I think he look the last time we saw him playing, he completed 70 percent of his passes led, you know, playing with a full season, like when he was with Tex- the oh. Texans his last year in 2020. Led the league, or 70% of his passes, led the league in passing yards, led the league in yards per attempt. That was without any perennial Pro Bowl receivers. It was with one of the worst run games in the league. Now he's got one of the best. It was with one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Now he's got one of the best. Absolutely it should be a, a bust-out year, a breakout year for Deshaun Watson. I'm hopeful. I'm, I, I hope the same thing, but no, he, he's not. I, so he's just done. I didn't say he was done. I'm hopeful. I, I would love to see Deshaun Watson get back to what we saw in Houston. However, that was in Houston. That was with him running the show. That was with the offense being completely about him in the passing game. When you look at the Cleveland Browns, they're not a spread off. You go all the way back to Clemson. Deshaun Watson has thrived in a spread offense. This is not the Cleveland Browns. Mm. I'm sorry. They are already got a good run. Right. They got their run first team. And so you have to now mold your game into something a little bit different because for the first time in his life, it's not just based around Deshaun Watson is here. We're going to make this offense fit him. No. What? We're going to plug you in. I know. I, I say this because throwing some I, of the things I'm in, though, saying the likes. reason why I'm saying this, and I'm not saying that it shouldn't be based around Deshaun Watson, but your coaching staff is still the same. 
These are the same offensive-minded guys that have had success running the ball first. And so you're not going to completely change who you are and your identity because of Deshaun Watson because you haven't seen it. Now, if he goes out and he gets on a roll, we might start to see them expand into something different. But could I just, they do? They couldn't do that last. And I, I know they're not going to just totally build it around him. But they couldn't do that last year because they had to get Jacoby Brissett ready. How, how how much? Positive, and the run game could help. How him. much have we heard about Deshaun Watson looks great? Well, that's the thing. I mean, there was a report a week ago that he hadn't completed consecutive passes in eleven on elevens during the preseason games. The rookie from UCLA, Dorian Thompson Robinson, is the one who's looked awesome. And you you always nailed Dak. For years ago, when he threw for almost 5,000 yards, you're like, how much of that was in garbage time? All your Deshaun Watson numbers, and this is funny because you are Mr. Quarterback Wins, came from a year (laughs) when the Texans were 4-12. and He was pretty good those years that made the playoffs. I know, but you didn't give any of those stats. You talked about leading the league in those things when the team was 4-12. and And then, he, and I know he said he hasn't played in two years, well, it looked like he didn't play last year, but he did. <laughs> he might have been better if a he didn't play last year. A year and a half off yeah. and here's wouldn't how have he any looked. effect so on him. Here's what we've seen from Deshaun Watson since he was up 24 nothing in Arrowhead against the Chiefs, and then they melted down. And I know he gets I nothing the on Chiefs that. would that, be working. Well, no, that's just – that was – in that moment – Deshaun Watson, had, Patrick Mahomes hadn't won anything in this league at that time. Deshaun Watson had an opportunity to be the, considered the best young quarterback in football. His team melted down. Sure. He then went 4-12. and 12. He then took a year out of football and then was suspended for 10 games. And when he came back, let's show the stats if we could, he's one of these two people. Bro, can you see a, dis- a real difference between these two players? I'm just curious, can you? These are your little no, the you know, I'm a facts guy. These are facts. Do you think either one of these players, based on this statistical the, profile, the left side is Deshaun Watson uh-huh. from last last, last year, year? If I'm not mistaken, the right side's a player from last it year. It was as well. six games after a year and a half off. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. Well, let's right. just show it. One of your favorites. Baker. So I'm Baker's just curious. Baker's been playing consistently since he got in the league. And guess so what? Baker Mayfield's as good as Deshaun Watson. Guess what? The last time Baker Mayfield won a playoff game was the same time Deshaun Watson. In fact, it was more recently There's a big than Deshaun difference. Watson won a playoff Deshaun game. Deshaun Watson it was. sat out for a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. By the way, not because he was he was you know no, it was studying abroad. It was his own fault. Yeah, okay. I but mean, I'm just saying. Deshaun Watson was too good. He was great. He was a very good quarterback. Yeah. You know that. In college, like Baker. Nah, he was very I'm, good in the pros. So was Baker. The year. And then it fell apart. One year. Baker's went gone 8-18 eight in his last two years of starting. Deshaun's gone 7-15 in his last three years of starting. Bam. Deshaun Watson. You, you, you can't seven, even seven, get seven, You get on national TV and what? compare Baker Mayfield no, those are the to numbers. Deshaun I'm a Watson. I'm a fact To Deshaun Watson. You just spent a second talking about the football. And you're a facts guy. Everyone knows that when you want every score, the best highlights, and the biggest stories from the sports world, you go to foxsports.com. But did you know all of your favorites from Fox Sports can come to you? Announcing your Fox Sports Daily. Fox Sports' all-new, customized daily newsletter delivering the top sports news and videos you care about every day. All you need to do is sign up on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app. And then just follow your favorite teams, athletes, and leagues to get only the news you want. 
The more favorites you add, the more personalized your Fox Sports Daily will be. So sign up today on foxsports.com or on the Fox Sports app and stay updated on the sports stories that matter to you. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All has been quiet on the Damian Lillard trade front. Mark Spears recently sat down with Dame, who, per a league memo, can't really say much without being subjected to a hefty fine from the league. But here he is. Take a listen. I'm not going... I'm not going to speak on the Blazers. It's a lot of lot of love and respect, but I don't, you know, I won't speak on the Blazers. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Um, is to the Miami Heat? Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there, there was, and I would just prefer not to speak on the Trail Blazers. Tough spot for an interview, but your reaction, bro. I mean, look, like you said, there are league rules where you can't talk about this stuff. He probably could have he could have said more than that, but I I don't. Dame is a classy guy. It comes off as classy. Now, is he upset with the Blazers? Probably because they haven't traded him yet. But he also said there's a lot of love and respect there, and I think it was smart not to say something. Forget the fine from the league, but not to say something that could ruin all your goodwill in Portland. Yep. Right? His legacy there is going to be great. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, nobody's going to be upset if when he leaves a franchise up there, I don't believe. So, I think he handled it with class, as he's done most of the stuff in his career. I will admit, though, I thought, I thought this would be done by now, the trade. The, when it was all happening, oh, yeah. I had said, you know, it's not going to happen soon. It's, you're going to have to wait till August. But August's almost over. And now it is dragging on. And I do think we are approaching the place where people are going to start to believe he's going to start the season on the Blazers. It's possible. Which I think is it's obviously not what Dame wants. I also think it shouldn't be what the Blazers want. It but the one be. thing we haven't had reported by anyone, is someone other than Miami making an offer? So, but is that because the league at large thinks the Miami deal is? Fate I, I think it's they they feel like he doesn't want to go there, right? Which but they, is they, true. Which is true. That they, and people don't want to trade for an unhappy player. Right. And so, I think Dame has handled this about as well as you can handle it. It's very different than how I feel Harden's handled his situation. Dame also didn't opt into a contract with the Blazers six weeks ago and then demand the trade <laughs> six hours well, how later. How did he opt into that massive? Look, a year ago. Yeah, right. It was a year so ago, I, but it I, wasn't. I, it wasn't hours after then demanding. I'm the also trade. turning the corner on the Miami. Oh. Jovich, Jovich, six ten. They need some size. Bruce falling in love with Jovich, and it's not just the name. He can ball. Cowboys open their season against the Giants. Greg Olson went on the Rich Eisen show and talked about the criticisms of Dak Prescott, saying, "Hey, you're playing for the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. I think the expectations and spotlight doesn't get any bigger in sports than that position and that franchise." Secondly. And this is justified. It seems like in those playoff moments, things just kind of all fall short. I don't think that all of those playoff losses fall on his shoulders. Greg, your reaction. 
Doesn't matter. Optics are everything. Oh. It, 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 this, it doesn't matter. He's playing for the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Well, if they plays for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, I Greg. thought you were about to say something important. <laughs> but when you think about the success of the Dallas Cowboys or the failures of the Dallas Cowboys, you go immediately to the quarterback play. That's the problem here. It doesn't matter how great Dak Prescott plays. If they don't have a deep playoff run, it's going to be for naught. So it's simply going to be, can Dak get them to the promised land? And what is the promised land for the Dallas Cowboys? You think it's Super Bowl or bust. I'm saying it's AFC or NFC Championship game. Right. For me, it does not matter how he played in those playoff games. It only matters, did they win? Did they lose? Did they advance beyond the divisional round? No. So for me, it doesn't matter because the optics are going to lead us to believe well, Dak didn't do enough, or but he did something. The reality, though, is Dak's played well in the playoffs except for against one team, and that one team happens to be the best defense in football each year or the, the two years that he struggled against them. I mean, we can show you the numbers. Dak's been good in the playoffs against everyone but the Niners. The nine touchdowns, two picks, 275 yards, a 107 rating, that's enough to win. Yeah. Th- those are, and one of those losses was an epic game against Aaron Rodgers, his mm-hmm. rookie season. Like, the, the idea that Dak is a playoff choker, that I don't buy. Now, what is true is the last two years he has run into a defense that has run roughshod over everyone they've played for the most part, except for Patrick Mahomes, and he hasn't played well in those games. But is that, how much of that is on Dak? And how much of that is on the fact that you're playing the number one defense in your conference in consecutive years in the postseason? I think that I, so I don't think, I, I think there are fair criticisms, obviously, of Dak and of the Cowboys, all of it. I think this year they're going to answer a lot of those criticisms. I think he's going to be good. I think they are going to have the number one defense in football, mm. not the Niners or the Eagles or anybody else. But I don't think Dak's some playoff choker. Like, what's the playoff game where he was the huge favorite with the way better team and it's like, ah, he fell apart? Like that's that's not how I how I see his career. I wouldn't call him a playoff choker, but I also wouldn't say, oh, he's facing the best defense in the conference. That's why he couldn't win. That's what you're supposed to face when you want to get to the Super Bowl. You have to beat the best teams when you want to get to the Super Bowl. Dak's last three playoff losses: three touchdowns, three picks. Not good enough. They, the, the Niners' offense was held in check yes. by Dallas's defense mm-hmm. the last two years. I just need the, you to give me a little something extra. And if you're the quarterback of the Cowboys, you're making all this money. We think you're a top ten quarterback. We think you're special. I shouldn't be asking. It shouldn't be asking too much for you to make a play here or there sure. that gets us over the top. The Cowboys in those two last two losses to the Niners have given up three touchdowns. Yes, Dak should be able to get when you have talent on both sides of the ball around you. I'm counting on you to get me a little more. I, I get that, but that's why he's not considered one of the five best quarterbacks in the league. Five best, but he's considered one of the ten. Yeah, best. but that's but right, and that's about where you land. So there's and it's not just quarterbacks that get you places, but there's only four teams that make the conference championship round. And when the Cowboys and the Niners have faced off, those are both teams who are better defensively than offensively. So of course they're going to be low-scoring games, and of course the quarterbacks are going to struggle somewhat. Like find me the quarterback. He, they were the top-scoring offense in the league. When they scored, what, 17 against them? The uh, Niners, 23-17, they lost Yeah, that, that was, and that game. Then the, last year they were a top five.
five team scoring team, and they muster twelve, 12 this is, points. This is why I say it's it's the optics. Like it, it doesn't matter because you're right. Dak hasn't been bad. I'm not saying he's been bad, but he is the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And to your point. They only gave up three touchdowns against the 49ers. Right. When I look years. at the 49ers, we, we don't – this is why Mike McCarthy is paired with Dak Prescott as pressure. Like, they're both sitting on hot coals right now. Because, in my opinion, watching that game last year and, and knowing the, the not lack of success of Mike McCarthy against this 49er team in the postseason, I being a part of one of those, like, he's failed this team. He has fallen short when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys in the postseason right. and getting out coached from the coach on the other sideline. So we can we can put it all on Dak, and we will because it's not he is all the, on him. He's but the, it's a lot of but, it. But when we think about the losses of the Dallas Cowboys and the losses are important in the postseason, we're going to say, what did Dak do? Was he was he good enough? And, and the, he threw two interceptions. No, no yeah, that. right. But I guess the point that I'm making is if the the year that you said they only scored 17 points, the year that ended on the One, quarterback two. sneak. The round before, that Niners team played Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay – or the, the – it was the round before the round – the round after, pardon me. They right. played Aaron Rodgers, right. Right. and Aaron Rodgers' team scored 10 points, scored one touchdown. Like there – and, and he was the league MVP. Right, but I guess – I mean, we can, we can do the – it, musical chairs of everyone that loses to a great defense fell apart, or we can recognize that that that's what the the better team won those games. And for Dallas the, didn't have uh, maybe it wasn't quite as good as the Niners' defense, but the defense was good too. Yeah, and was. Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy found a way. Okay, okay. They found I, a way. Okay. Like Greg said, you got to win. Okay, against the better teams. Coming up next, it's the Bud List. It's the most motivating segment in all sports. Hey, college football fans, this is RJ Young, host of Fox Sports' number one college football show. The biggest names, the biggest games. The theme is we do it big on this here thing. Please subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show. It's Thursday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the most motivating segment in all of sports. It's the buttless. It's also time where we read some viewer mail. For the year 2023, we just get a ton of mail, just satchels full of mail, and I randomly pick a letter every week and I read it. Before I, thank you. See, we, now we're moving like a well-oiled machine. It's low though. What, the music? The music, yeah, why is it so low this week? I don't know. Dear Wilds, love the show. I heard Bruce say that today's bud list is heavy on inspiration. Question for you. Who was on the bubble bud list? Thanks, Ryan and Brian. <laughs> Before you start, can I ask a question? Yeah. How did they send that? If they, Bruce said that an it, yeah. hour ago. Yeah. How did we receive it? Ryan and Brian? Yeah. How did we get it already? Ryan and Brian just live down the street. Oh! <laughs> Everyone they thinks they live delivered. in the middle of the country. Oh, oh Ryan and Brian. Oh, oh they were watched. Ryan and Brian live on the street. Okay. All right. You know what? No stamp. No stamp. That makes sense, guys. They sprinted down (laughs) and delivered. All right. Anybody on the bubble bud list? There is no bubble bud (laughs) list. All right. It was an obvious three, and the audience will uh, agree with me once we start revealing. Number three, Trey Lance. Oh, here we go. Trey Lance. Trey, I know it's tough. 
All right, you might have heard some of the earlier commentary and think I'm not rocking with you. I am rocking with you. You've only started four games, and now you're already kind of benched. So I know it is rough. Yesterday, you needed a day to yourself. You need to get away, recalibrate, get your mind right. You were devastated. You deserve that day. But guess what? Now it's back to the battle. All right? Now you have to put on a brave face, and you have to look at the positives, count your blessings, and get a positive outlook so you can make the most of this situation. Because, Trey, you are blessed, man. You played Division I AA football. All right? You were a two-star recruit out of high school. You have thrown about 400 passes, 420 to be exact, since high school. In the last six years, you've thrown 420 passes. You aren't supposed to be here. You really aren't even supposed. That's not the resume of an NFL quarterback on any level. So you are blessed. So what you got to do is get your mindset together, think positively, and make the most out of this situation. Because I think you're going to get a shot, whether it's with the Niners or some other team. So learn, learn, learn right now as a backup, both on the field and practice and in the classroom. Learn as much as you can from Kyle Shanahan so you can make the most out of your next opportunity. Trey, I believe in you. At number two, Daniel Jones also known as Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, there is one reason, mainly, that you are on this list. And it is because somebody on this panel, somebody on this set believes in you more than you believe in yourself, more than your mom believes in you. This dude, and he's got credibility because he was a great wide receiver, Pro Bowl wide receiver himself. So when he says you're a top 10 quarterback, not potentially, now, already, after your 15 touchdown passes last year, when he says that you're elite, it holds some weight. He has put a bullseye on your chest. So you got to go out there and deliver Danny Dimes. Oh, there's also that little pesky four-year, $160 million contract that the Jets gave you, but they won't even pay Saquon Barkley. So there's a lot of pressure on you, my man. You are under duress. He believes in you. All right, at number one, uh, Jonathan Taylor. Huh. Jonathan, Jonathan, I'm on your side, man. I'm with you. I love running backs. I value running backs. Uh, decades ago, I wanted to be a great running back like you are. Huh. All right, so I, I'm with you. Decades I think you, you and your backfield okay. brethren are, are fully uh, justified in being upset by the way your position is being treated. All right, but there's really nothing you can do about it. Outside of 80% of the running backs in the league walking away and, and striking, there is nothing you can do about it. So like Trey Lance, you got there's one smart move for you to make. No matter what happens over the next half a week, because Tuesday's your deadline for being traded, according to the Colts. Whether you are traded and say you're traded and don't get the contract extension you want, or you remain with the Colts, you have got to ball out, period. All right, you're going to get your $4 million this year. You probably will get franchised next year, and, but that's another $10 million. So that's still $14 million. I get it that, relatively speaking, it's low for a football player, but unless you know another job where you can go and get $14 million over the next two years, go out there, play your best, 
And maybe another team gives you the lucrative long-term deal you want, but at the very least, you get these millions that are coming your way. So, Jonathan Taylor, I do believe in you. I hope you get traded and go elsewhere and maybe help a team win the Super Bowl. But whatever the case, play your best. Solid. I like it. I'm going to add Justin Herbert. Wow. Y'all in that Ooh. AFC West, man. Look, last year you got your team over the hump. You got into the postseason. It ended in disappointing fashion. Up 27 zip. Didn't get a chance to make it all the way happen for your team. However, you said that that loss will propel your guys this year. That Those are your words. I believe that you can be one of these elite quarterbacks in this league. You already are, but you got to find a way to beat that guy within your division. And that guy is pretty special. You are the highest paid player in this National Football League. You got the new offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. You have the weapons. You got another first round weapon in Quentin Johnston. So there's no excuse. Be great. You can't make that amount of money. I'm sorry, my guy, and I hate to take it to the pocketbook because you're so great. But you can't make that amount of money in this league and get to the playoffs and don't deliver. You know what? That's a good – Wilds, he's on my bubble bud list. Oh. Justin oh. Herbert. That's bubble bud list. Bubble Tell Ryan and Brian. Yeah, yeah. All right, on Drew's actual bud list is Trey Lance. And his play should be the people responsible for this entire nonsense. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I will go as quickly as I can, but a history lesson. In 2017, Kyle Shanahan, fresh off blowing a Super Bowl, was hired to be the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. They had no quarterback. They had the number two pick of the upcoming draft. Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson were there, were either scouted, were either looked at. No, of course not. We'll draft Solomon Thomas. Why did you do that? Because Kyle Shanahan had his eye on the big prize, Kirk Cousins. That, of course, didn't happen. So then they traded for Jimmy Garoppolo, saw five games of him and said, you know what? That man deserves to be the highest paid quarterback in the history of the league. Two years later, Jimmy Garoppolo had taken you to a Super Bowl, had been perfectly Jimmy Garoppolo, and you said, not good enough. We need to trade three first-round picks for a very special quarterback that we're going to draft at number three. That trade happened, and then everyone said, who are they drafting? And they said, we don't actually know. We just traded for the pick, not a player. We'll see. We don't know. Is it Mac Jones? Is it Justin Fields? Is it Trey Lynch? You guys remember that story? Everyone was like, hmm, that's kind of odd. You trade all those assets. Maybe they're crazy like a fox, and they take a project quarterback from a D2 school, and they say, we're going to sit you one year because you're raw. And then they go to another NFC Championship game, and that highest-paid quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, that they love so much, they lock him out of the building. They turn off his key card. They try to trade him to Washington What Kyle Shanahan once was. They trail Lance, you're our guy. And 31 passes later, they see Trey Lance break his leg. They lock him out of the building and say, Sam Darnold, Steve Young, Brock Purdy, we passed on eight times in the draft. He's our next guy. And Trey Lance, we love you so much, but you can't play here. Maybe they know what they're doing. Or maybe the last six years are all the evidence you need that they don't. That they are very, very good at finding defensive coordinators, at finding defensive players, at designing offenses, at, at making trades. But the valuation of the most important position in sports is one they have gotten wrong and wrong and wrong. And so we'll see if Brock Purdy turns into Tom, the next Tom Brady. We'll see if Brock Purdy is the guy who was drafted last in the draft. We'll see. You spit some facts, but the fact that they are a legitimate Super Bowl contender it gives them cover. Okay. It gives Shanahan and Lynch cover. Yeah. Now, if they fall flat on their face this year, it's a different story. But their final four team again, 
Yeah. Okay. You got to live with it. You know, bro, when one door closes, another door opens. And the door that has recently been closed, according to Kurt Badenhausen, is the Aaron Rodgers and State Farm relationship. Oh. According to Kurt, partnership ended in early 2023. I didn't even know about it. It's August. Endorsement agreement started in 2011 was one of the longest brand deals for an NFL player. Which means we are most likely saying goodbye to this iconic celebration. And however good you think the Jets are going to be, maybe you don't think the Jets are going to score a lot of touchdowns. Aaron Rodgers is going to get in that end zone, and he's going to need to do something. So uh, Hubs and I went through the list of celebrations, tried to pick out a few faves. <laughs> so we've got this one against Tampa Bay. Key and Peel, it's a little bit dated at this point, a little bit not safe for work to the point that we had to push in on it to make sure. So we've got that one a little bit safer. We've got the guitar one. It was a full orchestra the Packers were doing here. Aaron Rodgers had a guitar. He was way up there, almost maybe a banjo. Right, right. And then we've got this new one. Uh, and although i you know, big fan of legalization across the board, I don't know if this one's... <laughs> Ready for prime time national <laughs> broadcast for set. So what I'm saying is, Aaron, you may think the discount double check is only reserved for your State Farm Synergy, but man, I say keep it. It's just like getting a heavyweight championship belt. You earned it and you deserve it. You know what? I believe in. Don't believe in the Jets. I believe in that celebration. Wow. I'm with you. I think you should keep the discount double check. Yeah. Got to keep it. Because it was for the championship belt. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Are you done now making fun of Wilds? You're spending this time writing jokes? This is funny. That was good. That was good. That was, pretty that was good. That was good. That was, that was, that was really Coming good. up next, more good stuff talking decent. about the Patriots. <laughs> oh, oh, guess who says in their AFC East phase? Bruce's favorite writer. The magazine Bruce's of record. favorite writer in his Sports favorite Magazine. One of my favorite magazines. <laughs> Welcome back to a very recognizable show. Check in on Sports Illustrated's Connor Orr, who predicted every game on the schedule and has, well, what do you know? The Patriots winning the AFC East. What? That's right. I do wonder whether upon the return of Bill O'Brien, the Patriots will assume that same kind of automatic competency. I like that. I like that a lot. That defined the majority. I would add large majority. Really? I would add almost all Vast majority? Vast majority is even better. Of the Bill Belichick era. Brew? I didn't even write a question here. I was just going to pontificate. But do you have any issues with this? Yeah. Uh, Connor Orr does good work, but this is ridiculous. This is absolute foolishness. Now, I don't want to take anything from Bill Belichick. You can call him the GOAT. I'm fine with that. He is fantastic. But the automatic competency, the only one bringing that back would be Tom Brady, and he's not walking through that door. Competency, man. We're just saying competency. The competency that's had him miss the playoffs eight out of the ten years he's coached without Tom Brady. Starter jacket. (laughs) Hold on. Bringing it up. These are the quarterbacks. Bernie Kosar, pretty good. (laughs) Vinny Testaverde, pretty good. Drew Bledsoe. Drew (laughs) Bledsoe. We're just shedding years. You could. I mean, I, Cam was shot, but st- yeah. I'm just saying, what, what's now? It's been one out of three. One years. out of three. Yeah, that's not awesome. So I'm just saying, like, they're the they're the worst team we in that division. We started with Bernie Kozar. They are the wor- Bernie Kozar could ball. Okay. All right. <laughs> they were the worst team in they're the worst team in their division. 
Bro. If they win the AFC East, I will buy you a crumble cookie Bro, and present $4. it to you on national television. They're delicious. I will present it to you right here on national television. You got to put some real steaks on it, Brew. You got to put some real steaks on it. If the if, okay, if, the if they win, win the division, what do you want? The, the, the at least the box, <laughs> a box of crumble no, cookies. At least a with, box of crumble cookies with, with Jordans underneath. Yeah, something good, <laughs> Wilds. You know what? You'll do. Maybe it. I might get He's you a pair a of Jordans. First of all, if everybody. If they win, they're not okay. winning the AFC. Okay. First of all, I was surprised you didn't pounce on this. <laughs> this is barely a compliment. Granted, we could win the AFC. He said. Automatic competency. You That's how it. far we have fallen. We are just trying to climb up to comp- like we're hang- like good. We're competent. We're not like the Chiefs up here, the pride of the That's entire. That's a tough division. You competency. win that division. That means a lot. This means when the game is on the line, don't throw the ball back to Mac Jones. That's what we're going for. Don't be uh, you know leading the league in penalties when you're supposed you to be okay? a Bill Belichick team. We help you out here before you get hurt. Third and total. <laughs> sacks last year. So everyone's saying, oh, what about Tyreek Hill? What about Stephon Diggs? Who might not even want to be there? Well, we put pressure on the quarterback. We can get a lot of things done. And Bill O'Brien will just steady the ship. And you might be saying this guy, like, well, (laughs) no way. Trevor Lawrence is the best. When you sit here every other day and tell the narrative of Trevor Lawrence that he was Great in high school, so was Mac Jones. Then great in college, Mac Jones set records in college. And then he had a little bit of a rough go with a coach. And then once he got a good coach, ascended to where he's supposed to be, that he's the prince's promise. Well, Mac Jones has that same narrative, except we've got a better defense, and Mac Jones proved it the year prior with Josh McDaniels. Okay. Well, so that's why I think we win. Go ahead. I'll be well, for me, I like, I, I, they can definitely become more competent offensively. I, I agree with that. They're Break. not winning, but they're not winning the division simply because of when you look at the division, how great these other offenses are. They're not competent offenses. They're full-blown, we're going to put yes. up Thank 30 you, points on you offenses. And they're led by real-deal quarterbacks. Mac Jones just isn't that. I'm sorry. What? Wilds? Are you going to be on my time? I'm going to, I'm going to shock you here. <laughs> oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to try to help you out. <laughs> now, I, I, I wish you hadn't done the Trevor Lawrence nonsense. Because don't compare Mac as a high schooler, Trevor's a high schooler. One of them has in their, you know, in their man cave, the Gatorade National High School Player of the Year Award, and the other doesn't. I don't think he the, actually does. People have corrected it, Yeah, they, they're wrong. I, I've talked to the people. The sponsorship changed, which is why people are confused about it. He was the National High School Player of the Year. I'm not sure if it was still called Gatorade or not at the time. It is now. It's not the point. Um, set the Trevor stuff aside. The path for the Patriots is... They do have a guaranteed floor that the other teams in this division do not. It is impossible for the Patriots to be horrible. It's impossible. They're not going to have worse quarterback play than they did last year. They're not going to have worse offensive system than they did last year. And even with that last year, they were 7-10. They were, or 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 eight and nine, eight nine. nine, Pardon me. They were a game below five hundred. So you have a you have a a very low ceiling, I believe, because of Mac. But I'm trying to support you. But a very high floor. The Bills 100% could implode. I'm not saying they will, but we are seeing a lot of. Let me put it like this: If they have a terrible season, we'll be like, well, 
Should have seen that coming. How about like, if the Jets have a terrible season? The Jets, I think, will implode. Okay. So there, And then there's Miami, who, and it's, it's uncomfortable to talk hurt. about, but is there all of their hopes hang on a quarterback who is an injury risk that is different than every other player in the league because of the concussions. And so then you have the Patriots sitting there with a guaranteed excellent defense a great coach, mm-hmm. and guaranteed competency like you're talking That's about. That's the case for it. It's not that Mac is going to all of a sudden be awesome. It's that they won with, they made the playoffs with this quarterback as a rookie. They, they were Man, around 500. Like years. They, they were a game below 500 with the, what was left of Cam Newton. They were a game below 500 last year with McCorkle playing the worst football of his life. That's the case. All right, let's finish it off. Are yeah. they going to win the division? Of course not, but I'm trying to support our guy. <laughs> I'm trying to make the case. Patriots like, football, is, yeah. I don't know if it's a Belichick quote, but like before you can win, you have to learn not to lose. And last year we were. Last year got a lot of lessons. Last year we got lessons on like how to lose. Yeah. Throw the ball backwards. Yeah. And Greg, just for the record, what? You know what? What? There's already enough friction between the whole cast thing. I'm not allowed to sign the cast. I want to bring it up. (laughs) But the idea that the Broncos can go from worst to first and dethrone the Chiefs, who again the Chiefs haven't beaten them in. The Chiefs haven't lost. The Broncos haven't beaten the Chiefs since the 1980s. That the mighty, mighty Patriots, who are the prize gem of the uh, conference, used the to divi- be, used to be, and the division, used can't to. sneak up there and be and be second. Let me worst put it like, first? let, let well, me put it like go, this. Well, they can't go from worst to first because they weren't worst in their division. Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, oh, checkmate it. Wow. That's a great one, Greg. Sorry, okay, I want to be on your team. First. But they can't go from worst to first. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't find the Patriots winning the division more outrageous than the Jets. Predictions week next week, next Monday. I don't find we're going to do AFC East. Really? So you, the Patriots are winning before the Jets. It's on Monday. Prediction I don't find it more outrageous. I find the Patriots in no worse shape than the Jets. I don't know. You're going to get me there in the last. All has been quiet on the Damian Lillard trade front. Mark Spears recently sat down with Dame, who, per a league memo, can't really say much without being subjected to a hefty fine from the league. But here he is. Take a listen. I'm not going. I'm not going to speak on the Blazers. It's a lot of lot of love and respect, but I don't. You know, I won't speak on the Blazers. It's well documented that there have been a trade request. Um, is to the Miami Heat. Is there anything that you could say about the trade request? I can say that there, there was, and I would just prefer not to speak on the Trailblazers. Tough spot for an interview, but <laughs> your reaction, bro. I mean, look, I, like you said, there are league rules where you can't talk about this stuff. He probably could have he could have said more than that, but I, I don't. Dame is a classy guy. It comes off as classy. Now, is he upset with the Blazers? Probably because they haven't traded him yet. But he also said there's a lot of love and respect there. And I think it was smart not to say something. Forget the fine from the league. But not to say something that could ruin all your goodwill in Portland. Yep. Right? His legacy there is going to be great. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, nobody's going to be upset if when he leaves a franchise up there. I don't believe. So, I think he handled it with class, as he's done most of the stuff in his career. I will admit, though, I thought, I thought this would be done by now, the trade. The, when it was all happening, oh, yeah. I had said, you know, it's not going to happen soon. It's, you're going to have to wait till August. But August's almost over. And now it is dragging on. And I do think we are approaching the place 
where people are going to start to believe he's going to start the season on the Blazers. It's possible. Which I think is it's obviously not what Dame wants. I also think it shouldn't be what the Blazers want. But it the shouldn't. one thing we haven't had reported by anyone is someone other than Miami making an offer. So, But is that because the league at large thinks the Miami deal is – I, I think it's they, they feel like he doesn't want to go there. Right. Which, they, is, they, true. It, which is true. They, they, and people don't want to trade for an unhappy player. Right. And so I think Dame has handled this about as well as you can handle it. It's very different than how I feel Harden's handled his situation. Dame also didn't opt into a contract with the Blazers six weeks ago and then demand the trade <laughs> six hours well, how later. How did he opt into that massive Look, A year ago. Yeah, right. It was a year so ago. I, but it, I, wasn't, I, it wasn't hours after then demanding I'm the also trade. turning the corner on the Miami. All Jovich, Jovich, six ten. They need some size. Jovic. Skill. Bruce falling in love with Jovich, and it's not just the name. He yes, can ball. Is. 